0: welcome true believers back to another installment of nerd square today we have two guests outside of me and michelle hello the first one is q took him a little while to say that but it's fine he's warming up to the mic uh and
1: then the second one is corey nice to see everybody hear everybody I'll be hurt. Well, you can't really see it. Okay, you know what? It's fine.
0: Um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, Donovan is actually not going to be here today. He came down with a um, terrible case of... Uh, what was it, Michelle? What did you say he came down with?
2: He uh, came down with a terrible case of the flakes. Uh, he was very flaky. We can't depend on him for anything. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That yeah just, that, that, I that. have no idea why he isn't here, if I'm being honest. I think
0: he broke his, like... Megula or something like that yeah yeah his
2: left phalange just stopped working so So, you know
0: that's a body part um (laughs) he's (laughs) definitely uh gonna be here next week though so we'll be excited to have him back on the show but um it'll be good you know have somebody new here as a member of the nerd square crew um so starting off with traditions uh we're gonna start with our first segment why make this with uh michelle what you got for us
2: okay so This should be interesting, right? There's a superhero. This is Marvel this time. I think for the past few months, they've been DC, right? Yeah, because DC's
0: terrible. (laughs) Just like the movies.
1: We don't endorse that.
2: Okay. Uh, That that. that is your opinion. Um, That is a fact. Right, right, right. So anyways, this one, this superhero is named Big Bertha. Mm. Um, She is... Well, I'll just read a little bit about her, right? So in the 1980s, they created a... uh, Superhero with the touchy subject of having a eating disorder. And Big Bertha is actually a supermodel named Ashley Crawford. And she's a supermodel by day. But when she has to suit up, you know, as a member of the Great Lakes Avengers, which is a Midwestern offshoot of the classic Marvel super, superhero team, um, she, uh, she turns into Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Like like, like, like she Big grows Bertha. <laughs> seven feet, uh, has like I'm trapezius glad, muscles. I'm glad
2: you mentioned that. Because...
0: Like Terry Crews big. <laughs> what, what, what are we talking because
2: about? Because as... as uh, what's her name? Ashley Crawford. She's one And 120 pounds. Okay. But as Wait, Big But she's 6'1"? Bertha, she's, she
0: already Big Bertha. Yeah, what super, you mean? She's
2: a supermodel. She's tall.
0: That's true. But she she's, already Big Bertha technically because she's 6'1". What,
2: but as Big Bertha though, How tall are you? I'm 5'7". You couldn't
0: be Big Bertha. I'm just telling you that now. <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't be you.
2: But as Big Bertha, she is 7 feet tall. So she grows 11 inches. And then she just gains a lot of weight what is that 530
0: pounds she's 750 pounds in a night you should be dead if you're gaining that much weight your heart is stopped several times over
1: my question is like (laughs) at night like is it like she wears the big birthday uniform or she like walks around with like a trampoline sack in her clothes (laughs) you know i was wondering
0: that too but the second who is providing all this food for her to be able to eat <laughs> so let's let's start there because McDonald's ain't shipping out that much I'm not sure if they got 500 pounds of food
1: Well, I'm 24 hours so
0: you know that that's true but that's 24 dead. hours with people <laughs> that, like stop the stocking up stuff that fast they might they couldn't even cook it. they'd have to throw it at her. it was literally just a bag you know at all do you really need to to cook
2: the food I guess I not because you, you technically would day.
0: be dead second, second of all let's start with this. For people who are thinking that in order to grow, if you're short, and in order for you to grow, uh, you have to eat about 500 pounds of food, that's not how reality works. Um, 500 pounds of food ain't gonna get you seven foot tall. That's not how that works at all. I just want to uh, put that out there as a PSA for all the short people that are listening. Well,
2: I mean, it doesn't really state exactly how she becomes, you know, Big Bertha, but it just says that she has mutant abilities, so I think she can just grow as she pleases. But the interesting thing is, in order to return to her normal state, she has to throw up, which goes back to the eating disorder thing. So.
0: How much she's throwing up? 500 pounds worth of vomit? Yeah. Boy, ain't that got to be the worst mutant ability. (laughs) That's got to suck. I can't imagine, but like, all right, I gotta get ready for work. You just go into the restroom. You he just hear screaming oh, <laughs> the man. entirety of the time. How long does it take? Like an hour or two.
2: I mean, um,
0: a quarter of a day. Exactly. Like, I'd never, i
1: never. I mean, I'm sure she's perfected
2: it by
0: now. I'd know? never want to turn the be big Bertha I'm at just all.
1: Saying, like going into the restroom and doing that at, at the job. Like, why is our water bill so high? Like they keep consistently flushing yeah. the toilet. What, there ain't there gonna
0: there be no toilet. toilet. <laughs> what toilet do you know to get? <laughs> Hold 500 pounds. There
1: is confused. a good use
3: for that toilet. You know, she could donate
2: that to a pig farm. Ew! Those pigs can eat that. They eat anything. That's
0: so nasty. I'm not gonna lie. That is probably the most messed up thing I've heard on this <laughs> podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's definitely top ten most worst. Feeding oh my pig. gosh! My cousin has a pig. Feeding pigs is
3: expensive.
0: You know, I actually Your saw that pig. Has a pig. Yeah, he had it on a oh, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. I remember
2: yeah. that. I remember. Seeing I honestly that want was a to huge have. Thing ever.
0: I was gonna say. I kind of want to have a pet pig. But I'm not sure if that's legal. So, yes, it do you do oh,
2: <laughs> how big is it? It's pretty big. Oh man!
0: Caught it with this uh, trout in, uh, in the trough. Is that what it was? Caught it <laughs> it in was the snout in the, the trough? trough. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there was a guy that I met when I was younger in the Boy Scouts, and every time he was, he was really doing his best to be funny when he was trying to get us all together. He was like, oh. no, he was like, caught what's the snouts in the trough. Then <laughs> I was like. I don't know why, but I have the instinct to want to hurt this person, and this is not okay. But, oh anyway, let's go ahead and move on to our second topic. We were talking about this last time, mm-hmm. uh, the last uh, latest installment of um, Who Hurt Me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Nerd Squared. Uh, and this is over the topic of, is love real? No. I, the optimist, believe that yes, I do believe I, I do believe love is real and that um, there is a person out there for everybody. That doesn't necessarily mean in a romantic way, but I feel as though in some way, whether it's a friend or something, they're out there for everybody. And not everybody seems to believe that. I wonder uh, who, you know, not naming any names, but yeah, I'd also can say that they're not here. <laughs> believe that they're uh you know believes that that's the case mm-hmm. i personally don't believe that but is there is there somebody out there for everybody well, i right, want right, to hear everybody's opinion yeah i want to start hear with our guests, guests.
3: who
2: wants to go
3: first i mean there's probably somebody out there for everybody i don't think everybody's gonna find that person well you know the person is halfway across the world and you two broke to get there oh <laughs> but i definitely believe love is real you know but like i said it's because you love somebody don't mean it's gonna work mm-hmm. so I sure. also love cookies but they ain't good for me
0: mm-hmm.
3: so it's there's a whole lot of other factors that are involved in that but I do believe there is somebody out there for everyone and also just because there is somebody out there for you doesn't mean that it's gonna work out because you can meet them at the wrong time
2: mm-hmm. that's a thing, timing is a thing.
3: and there's, again that's just a bunch of other factors that go into it it's not just about love
2: mm-hmm.
0: I definitely agree, because, um, you know, there is somebody out there for everybody, <laughs> in spite of some people's beliefs. I'm not naming any names, though. Simmer uh, down,
2: simmer down, it's okay. Who it's hurt okay. you, Cameron? Right. <laughs> Donovan
0: oh, <my> Ratliff. <laughs> it was Donovan, he hurt me. So sick. Oh my gosh. I'm going to send him, like, an entire playlist of sad songs from the 90s. <laughs>
1: like i'll on a richie hello is it me you what know what i'm saying me? you
0: about to get some boys to men and can you stand the rain and your uh dm is in just a short moment keep playing um,
2: i wonder if he's actually gonna listen to this episode
0: <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if he did i want him to listen and i want him to say something back i can't wait to hear what he has to say
1: you will know the power of love mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i guess to continue i agree uh sorry i agree entirely Love is very much so real, and love is out there. Depending upon what form, you know, you find it. And there's, there's various forms of love. Mm-hmm. I will say though, that before you go looking for love, you need to start to love yourself first, mm. because any. I'm just. You, saying, the mic. <laughs> you said Aya and we were doing. This. Okay, okay, okay. But we sorry. It's okay, but uh you need to let. Lo- <laughs> What you chewing, okay? McDonald's fries, okay. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: Not sponsored. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba>. Not sponsored. <laughs> exactly. I don't want them to
2: sue us either.
1: Exactly. Like uh, this is undisclosed French fry product that you that you're uh, <laughs> chewing on. But uh, I do absolutely believe that in order for you to find love, you need to to love yourself first. Because a lot of individuals out here. Just like you uh, so eloquently put it, the relationships don't work out because we're not ready. Uh, There's a lot of insecurities inside of everybody. And if we don't deal with said insecurities, uh, then. I'm sorry. Sorry, go Go ahead. uh, (laughs) If we don't deal with uh, the insecurities before we try to get into the relationship, uh, we, we tend to break it down quite a bit. And trust me, I've I've known that from experience, both on the both on the receiving end and mm-hmm. on the giving end. Mm-hmm. And it's not a pretty
0: sight. So oh, trust kidding. me, <laughs> I think everybody at this table knows that. Um, Michelle,
2: ah, uh, yes. Um, what was the question? Is love real? Is there someone out there for everyone? Right
0: you right know, now? we gave you like an itinerary. Of okay, of I voices.
2: created the itinerary, <laughs> so, so that doesn't
0: me. help you at I, all. You created it.
2: You already know the way okay, okay. my brain works. All right, so right, have go this ahead. Conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. But yeah, I 100 percent believe that love is real, and it's funny because I had a conversation with a friend the other day in the um, with the talking about the idea of soulmates, right? And how I used to believe that that it was a thing, right? And that everyone had a soulmate and that it's possible to find your soulmate. But now I'm not sure.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> little dose just, of reality punched in the face, just, didn't you? <laughs> you
2: know, just going through relationships, whether they were romantic or platonic, just in any aspect, right? Mm. I just I'm not sure. Soulmates really exist. I do believe that there are people designed to be in your life, Mm. you know, but I'm not sure if your souls are forever going to be tied together like that.
0: I mean, that sounds kind of deep. one way or another Mm -hmm. just to say soulmates i say that i do believe that there is somebody out there for everybody that doesn't necessarily mean a soulmate like for instance with friends i believe like my friends are they're you know my friends were designed to be out there for me to eventually come into contact with and to be able to build a relationship so easily with now that doesn't mean you know we have to take it anywhere uh, farther than that but at the same time this is who was meant to be here otherwise they wouldn't have been here there are people i remember somebody said people are here for a reason a season or a lifetime so you know they're there for a reason there's no doubt about it it's just a matter of which part they're there for is it here for a season are they here to specifically teach you something or are they going to be there for life so you know that's my opinion um, my heart isn't broken and <laughs> i do believe that um you know love is out there and love is real like I feel as though we need to acknowledge the fact that love is actually real because a lot of us nowadays don't want to believe that due to heartbreak. Not because of, you know, people destroying what love is supposed to be, but because people hurting people and disguising what love, or oh, disguising oh their pain goodness. with Sorry. the well, with the word of love. But like, I'm doing this because I love you. Well, you ain't punched me in my face because that's love. That's not how that works. Come on. That's, you got to do better than this.
2: It's funny, though, because um, for those of you those of you don't know like i write poetry right and i just wrote a poem titled love isn't so like is there is Uh. there anything that you guys would like clearly state that love is not that people like you said disguise as love
0: um yeah okay uh love isn't uh like when it comes to abusive relationships and stuff like that Love isn't somebody slapping the crap out of you and telling you that I'm only doing this because you know I'm trying to make us stronger or we'll get better than this. If the person is abusing you, um, in this situation and you have the option to be able to leave, you should leave because clearly that's not love. If they feel content enough to be able to physically harm you and keep it moving like this, like it's the one thing if y'all joking, y'all know y'all slap boxing and you know he hit you, watching know, like you hit him, he hits you back, and y'all just laughing or whatever. That's one thing but this is like a serious argument but like you know what i don't want to go to mcdonald's and he like punch you like this is some dragon ball z episode sending you into the windshield oh my God. i was gonna say honestly but th- this I'm, is I'm like that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> scared for jackie you should be scared for me <laughs> See, jackie got them hands y'all understand <laughs> but um oh yeah God. i was like in, in a situation like that like in all seriousness people kind of y- you really got to be able to determine between yourself what love is because you know love isn't envious they're not going to be envious of the things that you do they appreciate the fact that you do they try to lift you up it doesn't boast they're not going around uh you know saying oh this person loves me so i'm better than everybody else that's that's not what that means either um it's patient and you know nowadays people are so willing to jump out of relationship at the very beginning with one wrong argument say oh i don't agree with this oh i'm not sure we can be together and then y'all split up before you even have the chance to kind of you know Want to understand what other people are talking about. I want to understand somebody else's point of view. There are a lot of things that love. uh, I can say there are a lot of things that love isn't. But at the same time, I also think there are a lot of things that love would be. And love is different for everybody. We shouldn't have it um, be in this box of what it's supposed to be. I feel as though depending on your relationship, as long as it isn't like a physical punching type of thing or verbally abusive type of thing, it can be a number of different things. So yeah that's my interpretation of love
1: uh i would also say if i could add uh love is not guaranteed There love is out there for everybody but it's not necessarily guaranteed and what i mean by that is uh, a lot of individuals get into love but they don't understand that what you did to get the person you need to continue to do and evolve yeah. to keep said person yes <laughs> there is there's work that freak, is involved freak, i'm just saying there's work <laughs> there's work that's involved when it comes to relationships especially especially in marriage and I, I know it's you know y'all aren't necessarily there yet but i am and i'm telling you it takes quite a bit of work quite a bit of work i used to have a lot more hair before I got married. He's lying. This name I always got on. He's lying. You know, I tried to make it. Look, this is Radio Land. They can't oh. see my airline. They don't know my life. Just think of like a milk dud. You know what? I
0: guarantee you. <laughs> it ain't far off.
1: Okay, so like I said, it just, just let Cameron and Jackie get married and then we'll see what type of hairline situation I'm going to keep have. all my hair whether it's got to be fake <laughs> right. or not I'm
0: just saying if I got to get one of those chia pits and glue that to my head <laughs> I guarantee you I'm going to keep my hair
1: well I just do a better job with the the loopa Loopa and Chief but anyway so uh yeah but at the same time though yeah it it takes Work, Love takes work. Relationships, in any type of relationship, it takes work. It's not one-sided. A lot of individuals enter into relationships expecting to receive. You need to give. Yes, they do. And the topic is what
3: love isn't.
2: Yes, what do you think love isn't?
3: Um, man, love isn't pressure. You know, because I feel like a lot of, especially for, like, the young people out here, a lot of these men are trying to pressure young women into doing things. That's not love. And it's not, it's not, it's not if you do this for me, i love you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's not what's up. Preach you.
2: It's crazy. Um, but yeah, one thing that came to mind when I posed the question was, um, like, I, I would say love isn't guilt. I think someone might have said that earlier, but like making someone feel bad because, yeah, mm-hmm they don't want to do something or making someone feel bad because they can't do something they,
3: because they want to go do something else with right right, right
2: like people really love to make other people feel guilty for
0: yes they things do.
2: out of their hand right. out of their abilities
0: it's like getting mad at somebody like oh my gosh why don't you go on to talk with me well i'm a paraplegic i can't walk well maybe that's <laughs> i can't do that <laughs> a little bit that's of extreme, out of my yeah. i gonna say that's that's out of my ability mm-hmm. while it may be an extreme example you get what I'm saying There's certain mm-hmm. things that You know And you know I'm not even gonna say In my relationship Because I've had to mature a lot When it comes to my relationship And I can be guilty of it as well And you know It took me having to learn And having that conversation To be able to do that By the way uh, Counseling is definitely good When it comes to uh, couples I, I highly recommend it Because it would allow you To figure out That what y'all are saying Is pretty much the exact same thing And what y'all want Is pretty much the exact same thing The only difference is Both of you are too stubborn To want to listen to Want another one hearing it which is why, you know, it took uh, me having to go to th- uh, therapy and her going to uh, therapy as well, counseling, to be able to get a better understanding of what was going on. And I'm proud of that. You know, we were willing to put in that time, that investment towards our relationship because we both cared that much and we're doing a lot better than we were before. We are able to communicate a lot easier than we were before. But I think that's a really big thing because, you know, um, communication is key. No, communication is always going to be key when it comes to relationships and stuff like that. And one of the things that she told me uh which you know i still think about to this day is like rather than constantly talking about what we believe the other person is doing wrong why don't we try to focus more on what we could be doing in order to help the other person out or help the other person understand where we're coming from because you know one of the things i always tell her within our relationship is like i don't want you to treat me the way that you want to be treated i want you to treat me the way that i'd like to be treated and the same thing goes for you because you know the way that i want to be treated is completely different from you like for me i want to i want you to high side with me you can make fun of me or whatever like that and then i want to be able to say something back but at the same time i can't call her like you know you're uh blacker than nice i spades because at the same time one it wouldn't make sense doesn't
2: apply i was gonna say one it wouldn't make sense
0: <laughs> and then two you know she wouldn't find it as funny because you know she doesn't high side like i do whereas with her like I don't want to uh, constantly, you know, get foot massages and stuff like that. And that's something she enjoys Aww. having done for her. Um, I'm not doing that, just so you can hear this. Um, <laughs> but you know, th- that's, there's just a difference between the people. So treat people the way that they want to be treated, rather than doing it in a way that you think that they would want you to treat them. Because it's so easy just to communicate and ask somebody, hey, how would you want me to do this? That'll save an argument. That'll save a headache. It'll <laughs> save a strife in general. Just ask. Just talking about it. Communication that'll save your relationship. Swear to God, it will. (laughs) Don't be stubborn. Pride will kill it. (laughs) Pride always does it,
3: it always takes it away. Moving on. Moving on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there's one more thing I like to add that um, love isn't. And um, it's also in my poem. And anyone ever wants to listen to it, I'm not going to share it though, so don't ask. But um, (laughs) it's like doing little things, it's not just the little things. Cam, do you have something you want to say? Could you
0: please recite it, please? No.
2: No. Um, But it's not just doing the little things. It's kind of like what Corey said earlier. It's like continuously doing them and like making them work and putting effort into showing that you love that other person. Because like just sending a good morning text, that's, I hate to say this, but it's not enough, you know? Like going above and beyond. Why would you hate to say
3: that? That is 100% (laughs) factual. (laughs)
2: Because I don't, I don't. That
3: good morning text don't mean nothing. (laughs) You could have sent out five of them that morning. People, doesn't mean a thing.
2: People like to get angry. And, you know, that's none of my business. If you want to get angry, that's fine. It's a free country to some extent. You can do whatever you want to some extent. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just doing the little things. Like, it's very nice. Like, I would love for someone to just call me because they're thinking of me. But not just call me. Like, if you want to show your appreciation, go big or go home. But that's just me. But yes. Um.
0: Love isn't... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Schmergeldorf then Guggenheimer wow.
2: that was beautiful just a
3: little PSA also ladies if, you, <laughs> if y'all if you are like cuddling at night you know and I don't know maybe he fell asleep and he turned the other way it is nothing against you the man is asleep
1: <laughs> oh lord this feels this kind of pointed cute <laughs> no, 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 this oh my is,
2: god
3: I work with a bunch of women this is something I've heard time and time again it is nothing against you the man could be asleep he could be hot it wasn't my choice all right there's nothing to do with you just let it go and move on oh uh
0: another thing oh, um geez. love isn't uh cutting off the tv in the middle of a tournament that could win him money that ain't love that's not what you do <laughs> uh,
1: in reality, you're wrong in, in reality love is also not um I wouldn't say love is not consistent. I'd say l- love love differs. I'll just say it like mm-hmm. that. Expectations change. People change. The way that your person is uh, will not be the way that they are. Shoot, a month from now, five months from now, years mm-hmm. from now, people change, and the expectations change. The standards should stay the same, but they may mm-hmm. not. Yes. So um, you know, just try to be accommodating of the. With that, you know, some days you, you know, your person may come in and they might not necessarily feel like doing that favorite thing that you like to do, or they might not need uh, the thing that you usually do for them that makes them happy. You have to be attentive. So, you know, just don't rest on your laurels, is what I'm saying.
0: Right. I also think that love isn't setting expectations for people. Expectations is an easy way to do, uh, be disappointed because oh. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it is. Where are you going? Because it is like, You expect for people to act a certain way, but not everybody has the same expectations as you. So when you have those expectations for people, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed because you don't automatically assume, well, you don't think that they're not going to automatically assume that, hey, this is what they want me to do. i give you an example. An expectation I had uh, in my relationship was for... I think it was for uh, Jackie to let me know whenever she got, she, uh, let me know whenever she got um, to where she was going. At one point, and you know, I've always expected her to be like, okay, just to make sure she's safe. But at the same time, I didn't have that expectation for myself. So when she would be like, "Hey, let me know when you got home," I'd text her the next day and be like, "Good morning." <laughs> and you know, she got upset with that, and I wasn't really paying any attention to it because I was like, you know. I wasn't really sure that you wanted me to do that, but at the same time, I placed the expectation on her, and it was never really said. For that was the thing. Well, really. that was it was never communicated that that was the thing she wanted to back from me. You know communication is key. Mm-hmm. Communication is always going to be key. But you know that that's just an example, like a small example of it. Like expectations will ruin your relationship. Standards won't. Standards is what you have within yourself. Like this is what I'm going to be willing to tolerate. This is what I'm not willing to tolerate. Like standards, I'm not going to tolerate you cheating on me expectations well when I come home every day I want you to massage my feet that's two different things two completely different things one has to do with you the other has to do with the other person so stand our morals expect nothing in return
2: good. did you think you were clever with that one
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay I'm a, I want to pose one more thing before we take a break um, and you hear from our sponsor chivalry go
1: <laughs> don't even do that chivalry is very much so neat uh you know very much so alive but i will say that it differs with every woman or every man or whoever it is that you're with because you know men can get chivalry too uh just it's 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 very much so dependent upon the person what are you doing cameron it's very much you so don't de- have the rights <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us demonetized
2: is that a gun cocking?
1: what okay. is that I, I, ignore him chivalry it, is dead. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not chivalry is not dead it's always wonderful for you to try to do something for you know somebody and we shouldn't have to put a label on it it's not chivalry it's just doing something for the person that you care about you know it's it's called uh lao main i think it is in uh in french just that extra the extra that you have there so if you care about the person why don't you open the door for somebody? Or why don't you, you know, pull out the chair? Why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? It's not a it's not a big deal. No, chivalry is not dead. And it <laughs> it, 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 should remain. I mean, it does in my relationship anyhow. Yeah, really.
2: I need you to stop. I need you to quit. I need you to stop.
1: You know what sounds
0: like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And not only that, man, everybody has a different approach to it when it comes to that kind of stuff some people want you to open the door for them somebody wants you to pull out their chair other people find that absolutely annoying yes. <laughs> other people want you to get out their way they can sit down on their own they can, can open their own dough that. yep they're just trying to get to where they're going and you opening this car door it's taking even longer and it's cold outside cut this car on <laughs> i need some heat yeah. and so oh, it, again it's different for everybody so as far as like chivalry goes i think again it kind of goes with um setting that uh Talking and finding out that communication about you know your boundaries and what you want, um, and about what you expect, or just what you would like.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. In those seriousness, I in those instances I do think that chivalry is alive, but it's just depending on. Uh, you know what you consider to be uh, chivalry as you know mine has always been like opening the door for people just being nice like that stuff that I grew up knowing and uh, being taught but you know it's different for everybody about
3: the whole opening the door thing. Like my mother would stand at a door. She would stop. Yep. Not touch Wouldn't the door. Yes.
0: What wait? <laughs> wait for what everything let, could be going on. It'd be terrible. And
3: it doesn't matter. You could be like you could be right behind her. Right? Like she could be an obstacle to you getting to that door. <laughs> right. If you don't open that door in about 3.2 <laughs> seconds, it's gonna be a problem. It could
0: right? be the zombie apocalypse,
1: and she will see hellfire. There.
0: <laughs> could be erupting from the sky. I, I'll give you an example. I remember I went I got out of the car and I walked inside of my house. It was uh I walked inside of the house and I was, you know, just sitting there. I was like, you know, I pretty sure came in with grandma, where'd she go? I walk outside, the lights off in the garage. She just sitting in the car. And I'm like, are you okay? What are you doing? She was like, wait for you to open my door. I was like, you really trying to prove a point? I had to go over there, open the door, take a bag upstairs, unlock... Man, i ain't about to play with this game. Michelle, Uh. what do you think? Because I'd like to hear.
2: (laughs) I mean, I can agree with you guys to, uh, to a point, right? I would like for a guy to open the door for me, right? But if I'm next to the door, there is no reason for me to wait. And for him to, like, move me out of the way just to open the door. I can open the door. I'm fully capable. But it is nice, you know? And, like... whole car thing as well I don't really want you to open my door unless I don't even know there's I just don't know why you'd be on my side in the first place (laughs) but yes I I do appreciate little things like you know opening the door or I don't know what else I I don't know I've never really experienced chivalry in my day so um (laughs) anyways we're gonna take a quick break uh we're gonna come back to this conversation uh after a word from our sponsor
0: all right Hey, Shaky Diggy, we're back with another installment of Nerd Square.
1: <laughs> you gonna stop coming up with his name, Cash for his? Cash. Oh my okay, gosh! What? All
0: right, we're back with another uh, after you know the sponsors and stuff like that for the second part of Nerd Square. Um, so what we were talking about uh, behind the scenes, where <laughs> the top ten significant what was a superhero uh, couple? I'll tell
2: you. Um, I got this from. NewsA rama huh. dot com. News It is the yeah the t- the ten most significant superhero couples of all time. So we'll get we'll get on that. We'll we'll see. Now this is this is from the website. This is not necessarily our opinion, but we're gonna give our input on the matter. So let's see. Number one, yeah, it was Joker and Harley Quinn.
0: So let me let me <laughs> just stop you right there. Let me just stop you right there. There's a lot of you people. Oh. What do you Did mean I hear? hear? You know exactly what I mean when I say <laughs> you people. There's a lot of y'all online that I see. man, I can't. W- I, I want to have a relationship like Harley Quinn and Joker. Oh man, I can't wait to have somebody that treats me like Joker. Man, I need somebody that treats me like Harley Quinn. I just want to start out by saying y'all are insane. Um, I think this is, that's the lightest way of uh, putting it. Unless uh, you want an abusive relationship, because I can name plenty of ab- uh, abusive relationships we have seen over the years in reality that nobody would want to be a part of because they've seen the outcome of both people. Um going to refrain from naming names cuz I don't want to offend anybody mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure we all know one starts with a T the other one starts with an I and it's not the rapper so um <laughs> I think when it comes to you know Joker and uh Harley Quinn that is the farthest example of a good relationship I could think of there's no love in it but you know there is somebody that can explain this a bit better than I can Q I think their
3: relationship is the perfect example of the difference between love and loyalty because mm-hmm. 21 Savage 21 Savage said it best um, you can love or hate me if you love somebody you know you can still stab in their back and that's facts I, I speak from experience
0: yikes <laughs> you got stab you got stab marks we don't talk about it. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs>
3: it runs in the family.
0: Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we 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 getting deep.
2: Different.
3: Yeah, gave a new meaning to the term deep cuts. Um, Help. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you loyal to somebody, whether you love or hate them, you always gonna be by their side, and that's what you kind of see in that relationship. And it inter- makes for interesting dynamics. Definitely entertaining, but not something anybody should be aspiring <laughs> for. It's a good for. plot.
0: There's a reason why it's fictional.
3: In a real relationship, you want both,
0: um, not just one or the other yeah because Joker will beat the life out of you yeah. and unless you into that stuff you know I'm not and here to judge li-
1: and if you'd like to see the aftermath of that go see Birds of Prey this <laughs> today or any other day I yeah that I is see. a movie that actually
0: comes out uh it came out yesterday it came out yesterday yeah um so yeah unless you enjoy getting beat up I'm not here to judge you but actually I'm lying I'm going to judge you um <laughs> I would not recommend being in a relationship like that because you will come back looking completely different from the way that you came in you know Corey went into his marriage and he was bald you know he, he came in with hair, left out bald uh harley quinn went into her relationship walked in uh saying walked out insane in the membrane and uh the amount has of no rage
1: and dislike that i have towards you at this very moment <laughs> is counterproductive to our conversation about there, baldy. move along with
2: it all right so our next superhero couple and keep in mind it's Superhero, even though Harley and Joker are not heroes, but yeah, I, I was
0: wondering that too. But
2: um, yes, the next superhero couple is Superman and Wonder Woman.
0: Go. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't mind this relationship so much more than I uh do. You know, I don't mind it uh nearly as much as I do. You know, Lois Lane and um Superman, but I kind of feel like that dynamic is boring in my opinion because you know <laughs> she's a human. <laughs> Humans, I tell you. Um. But I do enjoy the, you know, the relationship between Wonder Woman and Superman. The only problem is, like, for instance, in the Injustice uh, Injustice comics, uh, Superman basically sees himself as God himself. And it's not until uh, he's forced to fight Wonder Woman uh, due to, you know, I think it was Zeus that made them fight. And she beats the ever-living Christ out of him to the point that I think his eyes were bleeding in the end of the fight. Yeah, she broke his arm and everything. It was real bad. Um, that he realized that he was kind of mortal. So I feel as though that could be. It could, there are good aspects of the relationship, but it can also be bad if he gets too arrogant because he thinks he's going to take down Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman got them hands. She'll, who, she'll lay him out. That's rough.
2: Anyone else have anything to say about it? No? Quack. Yep. On uh, to the next one. Quack. Okay, so uh, this one I think y'all um, like a little bit more. Uh, Hank Pym and Wasp. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: okay, Hank you know, I like their relationship. Like, honestly, I think that's a, uh, one, I think that's pretty much a goal. The only uh, bad oh, yeah. thing is, like, uh, spoiler alert, I'd recommend skipping to uh, 10 seconds uh, after what I'm about to say. If you don't want spoilers to happen, uh, Wasp gets eaten. So, yeah, um, yeah you know, that's just a thing. I didn't know that. That's why I said spoiler skip like I 10 seconds skip, in the future. I'm here. That's <laughs> why so I said skip 10 seconds I'm in the future. I'm kidding. It doesn't matter. But that's so interesting. How does
2: that happen? We well, there races, is. You know, I don't know anything.
0: There's this guy <laughs> named The Blob um, oh. that ends up eating her. And as a result, uh, Ant-Man eats him. So it's a very oh. weird cannibalistic <laughs> type of uh, thing that occurs it's real bad but as far as their relationship as a whole i really do love the relationship and i like the dynamic especially in the mcu they have like a really really fun relationship and i like
2: correct me if i'm wrong these are the people the the guy who originally created the the suit right and then his wife yeah okay just making sure i was
0: gonna say the one in the movies is scott lang but even then like the relationships that they both have both iterations of ant-man and the wasp Mm -hmm. they have a really fun relationship
1: they are really cute yeah i like the fact that uh Wasp tends to keep, I'm sorry, I like the fact that Wasp tends to keep um, Hank him grounded quite a bit. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Hank blames himself a lot, uh, spoiler alert again, for the <laughs> whole Ultron thing. Uh, Which was completely his fault. It was absolutely yes. his fault. But uh, she kind of keeps him him a little bit grounded, as does everybody else, but she kind of tries to stick with him throughout the entire situation. And I, I appreciate that. So, yeah. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> they <all right. laughs>
0: and that's our message from Tuesday
2: <laughs> all right the next couple I hope I don't mispronounce this but Colossus and Kitty Pride is that is that correct Did I yeah yeah that right? Colossus
0: okay. and uh who was it Cat is what they call her um that's a very interesting relationship because I'm like if there was ever anything bad to ever happen in the relationship kitty couldn't really say that she would be would she be able to say that she was a victim of abuse because she can pass through things so he may verbally abuse her but i mean if he tries to punch her then she oh or god forbid she grab him and drag him into the ground he's done (laughs) he suffocates and dies so
2: i'm mad that this is where your mind no (laughs) i'll just this is what i thought about
0: because i'm like yo you ain't gonna never be able to hit her that and god forbid if she grab you because that's gonna be the end of your life she's gonna kill him Yikes, that'd be that'd be kind of bad. But um, the relationship I think is okay.
2: I think, I think. Well, I'm reading the the website right, and apparently a concern is that she's so young, and she, how old is she, and how old is he? Yikes! <laughs> so
0: You know, I was gonna reference like an R. Kelly song, but I'll, oh just... <laughs> I'll just stop. Not. Let's not.
2: I'll just stop. Let's not go there. But what do you guys think about this couple?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, do you think
2: they deserve to be on the top 10 list?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily. Like I said, I'd, they're, I wouldn't call them, like, top tier. I mean, they're an interesting character uh, couple, but eh. Agreed.
2: Okay, on Actual. to the next one. Um, Midnighter and Apollo. I don't know who either of these people are. Yeah. So, you guys, go nuts.
0: Uh, Midnighter and Apollo, um, I would have to say their relationship is, I mean, all right, they're not really the most mainstream of, uh, you know, I guess, relationships, but it is pretty interesting the fact that, the, you know, both of them were well, it's a gay relationship at first. I think LGBT LGBTQ relationships, I think it's, you know, it's okay. You don't really hear much about it as far as, like, mainstream superhero relationships, but I think it's okay.
1: Yeah. Making strides in the comics. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Are they the first? Oh, they're not necessarily the first, but they're one of the more popular ones in DC. So. All right, all right.
2: Okay. I support it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, our next couple is Black Canary and Green Arrow. And also,
0: a fun relationship.
2: I don't know much about them either, right? But I, I watched a little bit of the show and I was for it. But um, I kind of stopped watching the show. So I don't know how far their relationship progressed or if they even got together.
0: Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a little hard for them to get together right She's now.
1: because no. oh. He's dead. Somebody's
0: not a present. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. So I do think the uh, relationship with them is similar to the one with Hawkeye and uh, not Hawkeye, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp where it's like a very playful relationship because you know uh Oliver Queen or the Green Arrow is very 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 sarcastic and uh goofy so you know him mixed with the more serious black cat but also very flirty black cat oh not black hat black canary is a very uh interesting relationship when you see them like they seem to have a lot of fun even in Justice comics and uh tv shows movies when they're all together it's just nothing but like fun flirty type of stuff going on so
1: yeah, I gotta agree with that, especially with um, the Injustice game. I did not necessarily read the Injustice comics, but the Injustice game. I love their dynamic. Injustice too. Uh, I, I love their dynamic. It's just it's, it's a friend thing. They always joked around, and you could look at them even when they were you know fighting against uh, different individuals, and just realize, yeah, they they love each other. Although in the TV show, uh, I'm a Felicity Smoke fan, so yeah. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? Hmm all of the people that I
0: think have good relationships, they end up dying. So nope. maybe not like the relationship itself, but technically. What are you which trying does to say? <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. I was like, it seems like the authors are like, yeah, good relationships usually die. Someone's going to die.
2: I didn't know they got married. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. That's so
0: cute. They got married and had a kid. So. Yeah. 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 Little, little, uh, little arrow. <laughs> that's not a thing. I was going oh, to say yeah. they,
2: they really need
1: that child. Little <laughs> arrow.
0: That would be a trap. <laughs> I
1: <I'm> mean, <pretty laughs> <sure>. Michael <laughs> Jackson named his child Blanket, so you know we're not going to get on that conversation. Is that a real thing? You didn't. Let's Bl- on to the
2: next one. Blanket Jordan.
1: <sighs> no, oh, Michael
2: Jackson? Jackson. Oh
0: Jackson. Oh wow, that's, not that I thought that's any better. That's not even. But the next Jackson? couple
2: is Cyclops and Emma Frost.
0: I'm so sorry, Mr. Blanket. Like the X Men, Cyclops. Yes. Uh, Cy- Cyclops and who? Emma Frost. Oh okay. Uh, Cyclops sucks and me. Hold on. <laughs> Emma Frost is trifun. So <laughs> I, agree. I think I think this is a match made to heaven personally. <laughs> because <laughs> both of them are terrible. And anybody who disagrees can meet me at Texas Wesleyan, 817 Wesleyan Street, 76, what was this? 76103? 108? Okay, uh, 105? Yeah, you can meet me up here Saturday you don't at don't even 12. live here. Don't. He doesn't don't live do here anymore. That? Don't
3: come up here. Yeah, come up <laughs> here. Okay.
1: Well, I'm here presently and I will box you on that. I enjoy Cyclops to an extent. You he is would. He's jerk. You shut up. Yeah. He is a jerk quite a bit. I don't think that Emma Frost and Cyclops are my favorite couple. I think Cyclops and Jean Grey were. I like them a lot better.
3: Oh my gosh, they I also like them a lot better, so I don't know why that why that one was in there. <laughs> yeah. <that> well, <laughs> I, I think
2: I think the it. reason why is because um, apparently they're enemies at one point, then they turn allies, and then they turn lovers. Yeah, and so- it's stupid
0: because you know um, apparently Cyclops thinks he's all big and bad because he beats a paraplegic uh Baldman. Uh, kills them, might I add. Let me just say that he likes to kill the pair. Oh, uh, you know the the physically impaired. Um, and then when it comes to Emma Frost, she's just a straight up like homewrecker. She had they had like a Absolutely. full, you know. Full. He was in a full, healthy relationship, yeah. and she just came through and just like bulldozed yeah, all that. She was exactly. like, "Oh, <laughs> that boy can shoot. I, he can shoot lasers out his eyes. Let me hop on that. I, I want. I want that." Exactly. And uh, you know, now you know there are bald people that are paraplegic that are also dead. Um, there was a woman that was involved was, was a, you know a beautiful redhead that is also dead. So, uh, what is
1: your issue with bald people, Cameron? Honestly. <laughs>
0: honestly. <laughs> Mr. Clean and me have had a feud for a couple of years. But even still, um, yeah, uh, Cyclops sucks and Emma Frost is a homeworker. So, match made in heaven. Two terrible people doing terrible things and are probably going to have terrible children.
2: Y'all explain to me about the whole uh, relationship with What's-Her-Face-Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just elaborate on that because I'm not really cultured on
0: that. Well, Jean Grey and uh, Cyclops were originally together. You know, they were... Lovers at first sight, the whole spiel that they have in the comics and stuff like that. She ended up turning into, you know, Dark Phoenix and stuff like that. Kind of went on a murderous rampage and kind of died. But uh, yeah, that was kind of bad. And then she also came back. So, you know, this is a very complicated relationship. (laughs) And, you know, she's back and they're getting together. And then Emma Frost comes through and decides she wants to uh, take a piece of that. So uh, she takes a piece and it runs off. That's pretty much uh uh what is that a summary of how this all plays out, um, and Jean Grey deserves better. That's some powerful side piecing right there. Right. When their relationship survived death. Right. But you was able to break it up. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> how do you sleep? I guarantee you she don't even sleep at night. I bet you she just like pretend like she be sleeping, but when she close eyes she's scheming. That's what's happening. She's terrible. Terrible.
2: All right, our next our next couple is Gambit and Rogue. Yeah. Are they? Not, yeah. yeah,
1: here you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like Gambit and Rogue. I thought they were really fun. Uh, I think they were really fun, um, fun relationship to, to witness. I'd say.
0: I mean they didn't
1: they break up at one point in time or Camp, you obviously, well, Honestly
0: to Honestly, they're just not really that interesting to me. They're like the, the, the bare bones relationship that you get in some random sitcom. Like <laughs> honestly, I when I think of them, I think of like a good old fashioned American cheese. Like that's Come on, you got Swiss cheese over here. You got mozzarella, and you you really just chose like bland old American craft cheese. Not even like the block of cheese. You you chose the singles. So that's nah.
1: Nah. You can still eat singles, Cam. That's still nasty.
2: All right, maybe you'll find this next pairing more interesting. How about Scarlet Witch and Vision? No.
0: Honestly? (laughs) So this is going to sound real controversial because he's a robot.
1: And that kind of, like, it, it kind of confuses me because I'm like, how does she have kids? So, it was, at it magically, it, it was actually explained in the comments. She is a witch, yeah. so it
0: doesn't really I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, okay, all right. You just witch up some kids. That's how that works? All right. The movies killed this whole relationship
3: for me. Um, yeah. She should have killed that man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Yo, like, that's extremely selfish. You put your relationship over the entire universe. I just, I don't support that at all. If you love him, let him go. Ooh, now
0: I'm not about to disagree with that. (laughs) He got a
1: point. I feel you on that one. And I mean, you know, it kind of seems like in the the coming show, they're going to see, you know, they're going to show, like, the aftermath of that because, you know, um... Scarlet Witch is trying to create all these different realities where Vision is still alive and it's just trying to maintain relationships and they're based off of like different types of sitcoms from different eras. It's like she's going crazy because Vision is gone. So you know, it's she she cared. Michelle, she
0: cared. the look on your face I is really so just sorry. what's happening.
2: I'm reading up on this right, and um, it says that their relationship tragically ended when Vision was mind wiped, right, and lost his yeah. personality. But it, it turns out that their children were just shards of the essence of the demon mephisto
0: yeah mephisto Mephisto. Uh, yeah yeah, yeah he'll, come, he'll come up later so that's what, what? i'm saying this is what i'm saying the demon babies uh that that's were so originally bad. made her entire life is sad is honestly the most the
2: tragic thing i've ever heard she gets say, married her husband or she has she finds love right the guy she falls in love with gets his mind wiped and then she finds out her kids are demons you know how like that's, what was that that's so terrifying
0: uh, what was that one thing that, uh, Biggie Smalls said? He was, like, something ugly, uh... Black and ugly yeah, black and ugly as ever, however. It's, like, that, but except it's switched around, where it's, like, rather than having, like, you know... Because Snoop, hey, It wasn't, like, Biggie was, like, iced down to, like, the toes. Uh down to the I was gonna say... No, no, like, she like, <laughs> I'm not saying the lyrics, but I'm saying, like, in general, he, he, he had something good that was something to bounce back with. But with her, it's, like, starting at Mount Everest... You know, you're getting ready to uh, hop on the her- uh, the helicopter, or whatever, but it intentionally moves away. <laughs> 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 you just fall, piling into this one big snowball of chaos, until you fall off the side of the mountain. You think you're you're about to land past the tree; it's gonna break your fall. But the tree collapses as you're getting ready to hit it. Just
2: a bunch of bad <sighs> things yeah. after another. And then
0: when you fall, you hit a child.
2: Oh, and it's yours.
0: <laughs> so so moving on from this and that Perfectly. Perfectly. There's nothing good that comes from this. Everything that she starts off with ends in pain.
1: Aren't you enjoying this Valentine's Day themed episode? I am. I am. Honestly, I am. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of love going around here, you know? Is there? I think there is.
2: All right. Um, so our next couple, um, Batman and Catwoman. Uh, uh, go off. <laughs> who,
0: um no, it's not nearly as terrible as uh, you know, the Jokers or who was it? Blinky eye guy and uh Cyclops? and uh Jack Frost, whatever whatever her name was. Um <laughs> i would say that this one is a bit better the only problem with her is the fact that you know there's this conflicting uh job interest one is a, a superhero that stops bad guys who steal stuff and do stuff and one is a semi-supervillain that steals stuff so is <laughs> a bit conflicting i can imagine like going to work but like all right i'll see you in 10 minutes well you know it's, it, I just think I was gonna say I just think it makes for like interesting talk at the dinner table but like so what'd you steal today well you saw me because you took it back and beat me up so yeah you know, how does that work
3: really see now if I'm wrong let me know but doesn't she only steal from rich people so I feel
0: like that's where the conflict is because
2: he's rich he's rich <laughs>
0: Yes. Okay. Could you imagine her it was like stealing something and he's like, You you know you live here, right? You just steal them from yourself. So what exactly is the purpose of this?
1: Exactly. Oh
0: man. I don't understand that. I really don't. It's just like, oh hey, what are you doing with that vase? Well I'm stealing it. And then you see her jump out the window and she just climbs back in through the other window <laughs> and then puts it back. It's like what what? This whole relationship could be phony. She's just trying to get
3: that uh that alimony money. Right. Exactly. This ain't got nothing to do with love. She's after that check.
2: Do they ever get married? Yes. Yeah, wow, that's
0: crazy. Did he get a prenup? Uh, that's the real question. <laughs> and that's, what you, that's what you have to tune in for the comics for. You gotta read the comics. See if Batman got the prenup.
2: All right. Okay, so our last uh, couple of this little segment is Invisible Woman and Mr. Fantastic.
0: Uh, yes. Yes. The staple American relationship. Um, I think that one is actually a fairly good one. And it's a model for a lot of people when it comes to relationships in general. Yes, they have their heartaches and stuff that they have to go through, but considering neither one of them are terrible uh people in general compared to some of the other people on this list it's uh actually a pretty good relationship and they go through a whole bunch of stuff like thick and thin and they'd really test their relationship at times but since the entire purpose of the fantastic four was built off of the fact that a uh, uh, first superhero family was being created you really have that family dynamic that you get to see when it comes to the character interactions between those two specifically because they'd be the only ones that got married. Um, and that you know that, that situation and you have johnny the thing but it's all one big family aspect so you you get to dive a lot deeper when it comes to each one's thoughts and feelings regarding what they put into the relationship so.
1: agreed i think it's really powerful as well uh considering just like you were saying camera earlier um it started out rocky just because you know they they both had different interests reed was too focused on the science and sue was too focused on Doom, but uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, and, don't think and so. pretty much everybody else, but anyhow, uh, you know, I love the fact that they're uh, the, the, you know together and the, the whole battle world thing. Whenever they redid, um, was it was, it battle, world? Yeah, it was battle world? Yeah, and the, the whole story arc with him trying to defeat Doom so he can get back with Sue was wonderful. I think that was really powerful.
3: Yeah, honestly, this is one I probably would have never thought of, but. That should be a lot higher on the list for sure because like that again that's a good healthy relationship you know of course they go through their things but they get through it and I think we need to see more relationships like that in comics
0: yeah because they don't actually suck as people like uh Blinky Eye and Jack Frost <laughs> chill so, out you know, <laughs> even still
2: um, I think it might have been like from 10 to 1 because I feel like that's a good note to end on Yeah, you know a, good, mean, relationship a really good relationship to relationship, as as aspire concerned. to be like you know yeah. Alright, so, going on from that, um, I have another question to ask you guys. So, the, I guess the, the basic definition of nerd, you know, what you think of when you hear the word nerd. How, how do you think it's changed since the, the idea, the concept was conceived way back whenever it was conceived to now? Do you think it's better? Do you think people are more accepting to nerd culture what do you what
0: are your thoughts uh nerd culture has become mainstream therefore people are not going to be harassed the way that it was before which is kind of you know people are kind of being hypocritical with it nothing well, like
2: the fact that people aren't going to be harassed anymore or do you would you prefer that nerd culture go back to what it
0: was before? i mean like i don't think people should be harassed at all they shouldn't have been harassed in the beginning and the way that we're doing it right now is that the same people that you know thought nerd culture was stupid or whatever and are con- you know joining in on the thing now I'm not saying we should, um, you know, like boycott them like, hey, cancel all these fake nerds. No, you know, because there's no I'm the biggest nerd of all. I was an OG nerd. Huh. Like we're, we're not doing any of that. But I do think that there should be a conversation where it's just like, you know, maybe this could be the step of you understanding stuff about other people that you didn't originally like. And because you eventually got exposed to it now you like it. I was like, if you think this way with guard, uh, regarding things with nerdy stuff, maybe you could think these ways uh, regarding stuff, other things in your life whether it's other people's cultures races, all the above, you know um, by the way, the original definition of nerd is a foolish or contem- uh, contemptible person who lacks social skills or is boringly studious there you go. I feel like
1: yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, honestly don't
0: The nerd that we're talking
3: about has nothing to do with that definition. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, nerd has always and kind of, even now, just kind of meant, you know, someone who kind of involves themselves with like comics and anime anime and things that were like originally unpopular. Yeah. And that's really what it was about. But I mean, now that these things are becoming popular, I feel like everybody wants to say, oh, well, now I'm a nerd. Not necessarily true, because I think it also kind of goes apart with that original definition as being boringly studious and like yeah. the lack of social skills. Mm-hmm. I can't see I put I put quote around quotes around that. <laughs> but you know, because I think that was also a part of it because what made you a nerd wasn't just that you liked these things. It was that you lived in these things. Exactly. Yep. And like you were like completely into these things and like you liked these things a little bit more than you liked real people.
0: On oh my God. <laughs>
3: and just the the way it's moved now i thought like we're getting to a spot or a space where um we're kind of nerds don't really exist anymore because even like within the nerd community like those who are really still nerds they have each other and i think they have each other more so now than they did in the
1: past i agree entirely uh being the oldest in the group i guess at the moment uh, i remember the time whenever old shut up i remember the time when uh whenever nerds were just not you know socially accepted i was one of those nerds that were not socially accepted but at the same time though that wasn't going to change me because i loved everything about it you know my inspirations were dexter from dexter's laboratory matilda blossom all these other different genius type individuals like you know what These individuals love being who they are and folks like Steve Urkel and, you know, even (laughs) Carlton and, you know, even Will, as much as he wouldn't admit it, he is kind of a nerd from the Fresh Prince. It was just awesome to see just like to see somebody who was just like completely in control of the situation, knew how things went and was able to turn everything around when everybody else who wasn't a nerd was panicking. I love that. And even more than that, just just being confident in your nerdiness is why I love Steve Urkel so much, because he was himself throughout the entire series outside of Stephon Urkel. But even still, <laughs> it's cool to to be a nerd is hip to be square.
2: <laughs> I love how you said that it's hip to be square.
3: And there's one other thing I want to just kind of throw in there. Um, I don't think you can call yourself a nerd if you have not been through a and d quest.
2: Um, <laughs> is, I
3: think that's where we can draw the line. That's a
2: fact. <laughs> All right. I'm glad that you said that. We're going to have to say goodbye, guys, unfortunately. Um, I'm glad you guys came and listened. I'm glad yeah. that you guys came to participate in this week's episode. Can right. you have anything you want to say?
0: Um go out there and show somebody that you care about them. You know, today this is a good month for this. It's this a good year for this to uh you know, renew those relationships and stuff. And finally, we're signing off Nerd Squared. This is your host Cameron Bennett and
2: this is Michelle Faiten.
0: This is Corey Bennett. Q. <laughs> and we are Nerd Squared including Donovan uh Fat Sucks. We're out. Oh
2: my gosh.
0: Uh, we're out.